You are now listening to the sounds of the Bald Black. Bald Black. Welcome to the Bald Black Nerd Podcast. I am your host, the leader of Task Force Z, Red Hood Wade. And to my right, my man, 50 Grand, Royalty of Woke Varia, Woke Von Doom. What up? Yo, I like that. I kind of like that. Royalty of Woke Varia. Royalty of Woke Varia. The people of Woke Varia hate me. <laughs> Why do people of Woke Varia hate you? Because actual woke people hate me. Yeah, that's, that's also true. Which, which cracks me up, because some of y'all niggas need a nap. Them niggas slept through civics class. <laughs> Don't come to me. I'm coming to be about nothing if you don't know what you're talking about. Yo, I just love that they come to you about that stuff and don't know what they're talking about, but then be talking about, uh, what is it, rate, crucial race theory? Critical race Critical theory? Critical race theory, yeah. yeah guess... <laughs> Let me shut up. Yo, the, the funniest thing I heard was... Um, Dur- let's go Let's go, Dark Brandon. <laughs> That's my guy, actually. Dark Brandon? Yo, 10 grand off of those student loans, 20 grand if you got Pell Grants. Feeling pretty good, but you can't make nobody happy. Yo, how do I get that, yo? Just be happy for some people. These niggas is just... Yo, can I tell you, though, I loved how the White House came out with all this, like, the White House Instagram was like, oh, you talking shit? You got <laughs> I mean, you got over $100,000 for PPP. You got over a million dollars from PPP. You got $150 million from PPP. Yo. That shit was killing me. Yo, this shit's hilarious. It is. Like, but, yo. And it, he doesn't even care. And this is exactly how... I wish Brandon was here for this conversation, actually. But, um... Man... You know what? We got old man here, so it's going to be great anyways. It, it, it's true. Uh, Don't worry. Um, Mr. WrestleMania himself, Brandon Orton, will be here for the rest, for the remaining episode yeah. going going forward. He's just in the middle of doing something. You know how it is. He got to RKO his way over here, so exactly. he'll get here. <gasps> Through the Spanish announcer's table. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Through the Spanish announcer's table. We got to get that drop. That's, yeah. that's a drop somewhere, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a drop somewhere, bro. If it's not, we're making it. But, um... Yeah, what we were talking about. Yeah, I just really enjoy the way Biden is doing his thing. This is exact. I'm happy because this is exactly like what I wanted. I wanted him to be boring as shit and just, you know, do government, which is usually boring and people usually don't pay attention unless it's a black president or Trump. And uh, a lot of people were like, oh, he's not doing anything. No, y'all niggas just ain't paying attention. Yo, boring, yo it's like when I'm, when I'm at work, I'm like, yo, boring is good. No, boring people, means no. nothing. No, boring means nothing's happening. Boring means no one's doing anything crazy. Facts. I like boring. Facts. So I want to want to shout out um, Diddy Von Doom. He was saying he uh, posted something on Instagram saying Mark safe from being bitter <laughs> that student loan payments were forgiven. Yo, freaking assholes! And then on the left, you got people saying, "Well, that's not enough money." He lied to us. Like, yo, shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. Yo, just from someone who knows a lot of people who have this dude, that debt, that debt, none of them are complaining about the quote unquote not enough that they're getting. Yo, I don't know. Ten thousand dollars sounds like enough. Y'all must be rich. Are they you rich know, and we, we just you, don't know about it? You can't say that. You're gonna get in trouble. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, about. I wouldn't even think about that, but yo, dumb. <laughs> yo, 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 ten thousand dollars <laughs> is a lot of fucking money, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, to me, I guess uh, to uh, me that, it is. That's, that's rent for five months, and I'm not broke either. But give me well, ten thousand dollars. I'm kind of broke. You ain't broke. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> Yo, so let's get into the comic book stuff, man. Even though that is some nerdy shit, and I can't yeah. wait to hear Brandon's opinions on this. But let's get into some nerdy stuff. We were talking about last week's comic books, and I couldn't wait for Superbook to read Avengers Forever. Yeah. This was a reality where Thor had been unworthy, mm-hmm. I would say, the majority of his like godhood. Because the Masters of Evil, who have been going from reality to reality, yeah. just flat out like just beat him. He couldn't lift a hammer anymore. So he spent, we'll say what, decades trying to avoid Mjolnir. Is that what happened? I feel like in that universe, he just couldn't. He was just not worthy of Mjolnir. It, that could be possible. I think that, and that's how, you know, he wasn't there to protect. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think they explained it too well. They did, but they only had... Yeah. See, I would love to read that as an ongoing series. Just how, even if it was just a couple of issues, like a To Be Continued. Yeah. But I know Avengers Forever, they don't really do the To Be Continued ever since the first, what, like four issues? Well, Avengers Forever, they're assembling a team. That's essentially what it is. They're assembling the, like, the most powerful Avengers team to fight, um, you know, Doom Supreme. And his lackeys, who are like just running roughshod across the universe, and and, and on and, top of his and being led by Mephisto, and on top of the well, he's the quote unquote leader, but we yeah, know Doom's running Doom shit. On top of Doom, yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of Doom Supreme, he's got all his little Dooms who aren't even who are still yeah, Doctor Dooms. Yeah, my money's still on the six one six Doom. That dude's oh, gonna come yeah. in and just knock everybody out. You already know. You already know he's like planning shit. He probably already knows this shit's going. He yeah, definitely knows. He's this shit's probably going on that's probably doomed from the future. Yeah, facts. <laughs> he's like, oh shit, I fucked up. I got too evil. <laughs> <laughs> Let myself myself back in time yeah. to calm myself down. Yeah, people underestimate Doom, but we can, we'll talk about that another time. Like, yeah, um, but um, so Thor ended up. Well, before we go there, right? So let's just give a little refresher of Avengers Forever. So we already stated that um, Doom and his lackeys are. Uh, trying to kill Avengers in universes across the multiverse. Yeah. Right? And there's a team led by a Tony Stark version of Ant-Man. Which is fucking um, cool. I, I think that is actually a really dope concept. Of, so fire. Yeah, because he still has all of his snarkiness, but he doesn't mm-hmm. have the Iron Man armor. No. And he's still a drunk, but he seems to be way more in control than the... Tony Stark, we know from the six one six universe. Yeah, he's also he's kind of closer to the most um, MCU version of um, Tony Stark. I would say I would say that uh, we you know we only got one issue from him, but I, I would agree with you on all those points. Very interesting character. We have uh, Mister Reyes, the six one six Avengers Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, who's I guess he's the most powerful Ghost Rider. They say they've said that they they say that a couple of times. Should he beat? The OG Ghost yeah. Rider in a race in hell. Yeah. I mean, I think the Cosmic Ghost Rider might have something to say about that. But we'll wait to see how that works out. If he even shows if up. If he shows up. He did show up in some issue recently. Well, I know he showed up in Jason Aaron's Avengers way back. I think the... Uh, bro, it was like... Uh, whatever. He, he showed up like a couple of weeks ago. I, I don't remember what issue it was. Was it but. in one of your Defenders comic books that you were reading? No. It might have been a Ghost Rider. Maybe. It might have been He's, the most recent Ghost Rider. But yeah, for those of you who don't know, the Cosmic Ghost Rider is... Frank Castle with the power cosmic and the power of the Ghost Rider. Yeah. He literally like killed like every hero from like every timeline in one of his story plots at the same time. Yeah. While raising baby Thanos. <laughs> stupid. But um <laughs> yeah, we got it, is, it is really stupid, yeah, but it, it's, it's fun ridiculous. though. It was super fun ah, though. Ah, so good. Old man gave me a pop 
of that, and I'm so thankful for that. That's uh, that has little baby Thanos uh, in, the, in the chains on his chest. So <laughs> good, so good. But um, all right, so that team, they're going across the multiverse collecting Avengers um, that have suffered uh, from Doom Supreme. Yep. And some of these guys, including this version of Thor, are OP powerful. Yeah. And one of my favorites that, that I'm sorry we haven't talked about was Vibranium Man. Vibranium Man, yes. Black Panther, who's essentially Spider-Man with yep. a vibranium suit. And yep. it looks like the, I think he has like, I think he ended up with like the power cosmic or some shit like that. I don't even yo, so much shit happened. I don't even remember. But yes, I forgot about Vibranium. No, Man. I'm uh, so I pulled it up now. It looks like he he ended up in the sun, but from what it looks like, I think he's Captain Universe. Is this what the picture looks like? Is he Captain Universe? Yeah, so it looks like he has the Enigma Force, I believe, which, I mean, this team is going to be stupid. Like, this team isn't going anywhere. I see this team ending up like, uh, what is that? What's that team that had Blink? Oh, the Exiles. The Exiles, yes. I can see this as like a future Exiles. I'd be with that. I think Avengers Forever is probably going to be, end up being them like cleaning up the multiverse, like you said, like the Exiles. Yeah, so this last issue was Onworthy Thor. It was a Thor that I think... Mm. Never get it right. The most un the most unworthy the Thor. Most unworthy, unworthy Thor, Thor. Yes. in the multiverse. Yes. Think about that. Like it, he, he and that's why I think he's never actually held Molnir. Yeah, it would make the most sense. Yeah. So he's but the crazy part about it, Molnir is like stalking him. It's stalking him. It, it is funny as hell. And if you've read yeah. the uh I forget who's writing the newest Thor, uh your guy. Uh it's not Coach, is it? Oh, damn it. So you, you, you know I'm horrible. My memory's horrible. But it, so so it, it don't matter. But so he wrote. So the guy who's writing Thor now, mm-hmm. he did the God of Hammers. Yes, and the we, God of Hammers was a good issue as well. Yep. And so we find out that there's actually a sentient being inside Mjolnir. Yeah, we kind of knew that. We knew there was a living storm in Mjolnir. Um, what ended up happening with God of Hammers is that over time that sentient storm, um, became, like, old man say the God of Hammers and tested Thor. Um, say Thor wasn't using her correctly. It's yeah. correctly. Um, but Thor was like, listen, I'm Thor. <laughs> Not like, only am I Thor, I'm all Father Thor. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a storm raising, there's a storm inside of you, yeah. but I'm the god of storms. Yeah, yeah, you gotta relax, buddy. <laughs> so, with that being said, like, many, many, many times, including in the MCU, we've learned that Thor's power does not come from his hammer. Yeah. Um, it comes from him just being the god of the, the a god born of Zeus, not Zeus, a god born of Odin and Ga- Gaia. No, Gaia. Freya is his stepmom. That's right, Gaia. You're right. Yep. You're right, right. So the the goddess of Earth. Um, in the comic books, we also find that recently we actually heard we read that story. Um, and how he got the Phoenix Force's yep. power. Why the Phoenix says that it's like her his mother. Which is such a ridiculous story. Ugh, but it god. makes so much sense in, so in the world good. of gods. And why he's so fucking powerful. Yeah. Because it makes no sense. Like, he's just ridiculous. Um, so with that being said, in this issue, again, he's, you know, uh, Doom has destroyed, pretty much destroyed his version of the Marvel multiverse. And uh, he's just walking around a god with no hope. He thinks that without Mjolnir, he's nothing. And he, he looks like nothing. He ends up traveling to the Himalayas on foot for peace. Mjolnir, Mjolnir shows up again, taunting him. But then... The part of the Himalayas he was in, somebody named um, the Thunderer. The Thunderer 
if you're familiar with Iron Man, I'm not. If you're familiar with Iron Fist, you know who that is. The Thunderer is one of the protectors of Kung Lao, Kung Kung Lung. Sorry, Kung Lao is a dude from Mortal Kombat. Yep, Kung Lung, and he essentially trains Iron Man. Not why? What is wrong with me? I am tired. He essentially trains (laughs) Thor in the ways of the Iron Fist, literally. And he all he does for thirty days and thirty nights is just continuously. Punch Mjolnir. That's all he does. And if you think about it, the only thing that could probably train him in that way, like if you were a normal, like even like a normal superhero, you'd probably be punching like a tree or like a steel or like a wall, wall or, or something. No, this dude was punching the shit out of the, the most strong- strongest metal ever. Yeah. The fuck is up with that? And so, and then at one point, it moved. Yeah, and then it tried to fight him back with a storm. He's like, nah, because it started feeling pain from his punches. <laughs> this dude was making dense, dense. It was in the that coolest joint. shit ever. Yeah, and I loved it. So then he was like, "All right, so you figured it out." He takes him to go see the the undying dragon. Well, he tells him that the only thing living there is the undying dragon, yeah. and he's gonna if he trains enough, he'll be able to get the power of the Iron Fist. Excuse me. The funny thing about that is, is as I'm reading it. I'm thinking, I'm like, but wouldn't, as he's punching this Mjolnir, I'm like, wouldn't Fist of fists of Yoru be stronger than Fist of Iron? Or the fact that I'm like, why would Thor need the Iron Fist? But or but so but imagine yeah. but, so then I'm thinking like, yo, imagine how much more powerful would he could be if it's a a Iron Fist punch with thunder and lightning behind it. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. But then as you're reading, I'm like, oh shit, he don't even need that. This dude was punching the shit out of his hammer, like beat the shit. He tamed. Moonier to the point where it was like, all right, you're not worthy, but you're beating my ass, so you can you can hold me now. And Thor was like, nah, nah I'm good, bro. I don't even need you. I'm good. <laughs> he was just like, nah, I'm cool. Where's it at? Hold on. I had a good one. Thor was like, okay, <laughs> Essentially. Yo, but it was, it was a really dope story, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing more unworthy Thor. Especially this one, because I liked Unworthy Thor back when Jason Aaron was writing him, just because this was a different kind of God of Thunder. We've never seen the Odin Sun like this. And I remember when um, uh, was Nick Fury, who was essentially the Watcher, was like, Thor was like, what did you have for breakfast? And Fury was like, alcoholic beverages and self-loathing. Yo, facts. <laughs> and when he had a chance to pick up the Warhammer, mm-hmm. and he was like, nah. I don't need it. Well, yeah. I'm good. And I love that. I love this. I love the unworthy Thor because, as you said, and as it's been proven in the comic books, Thor doesn't need Mjolnir. No, not at all. With the right amount of training, which I think um, happened in Kunlun, yeah. he'd find out that like he doesn't really need the hammer at all. And you got to think about that. So, so we'll we'll get to. We're almost done with this, right? So, uh, the Thunderer goes, "Okay, you're finally worthy to get your prize, which is the heart of the dragon and the Iron Fist." And it doesn't exist. It is, it's dead. It's dead as a skeleton. And Thunder was like, yeah, so psych. <laughs> uh, I just wanted you to realize that you're like one of the most powerful beings in the universe. And you need to get over this hammer fetish and start beating people's ass with your fist. Yeah. So now we got the frigging Kung Long trained Thor that is so powerful and confident in himself that he doesn't even need the hammer. And we've never... We've never seen that door. No, that's a, it is a scary thought because sometimes we look at Mjolnir and he it looks like his crutch. Yeah, and that's not the case anymore. It's like no, 
I got two. I got two hands. I got two hands of thunder. Two hands of thunder, bro. So I can't wait. I don't. This this team. This team's ridiculous. Straight up. So you want to? So this is something we're going to be doing every time something new comes up with Judgment Day. I want to get your Judgment Day breakdown. Okay. Judgment Day, AXE, X Men, A, oh, excuse me, AXE, Avengers, X Men, Eternal, Judgment Day came out recently, the third issue. Yeah. And until the second issue, you don't understand why it's called Judgment Day. But what is, what's being said is the celestial god that was it, created by the Avengers and the Eternals and Mr. Sinister, who's technically an X Man. Yeah. Huh? They created huh? it. And so now it's the, it's the world's Judgment Day. Yeah. And so it's a, it was a really dope concept because sometimes you see these things, you know, like, all right, the titles are stupid. It doesn't really mean anything, but this actually means something. Yo, this joint is solid, yo. This joint is dumping on whatever whatever event is going on in DC right now. Don't sleep. Dark Crisis is pretty good. But Dark Crisis, it's, it's not that good. It, uh, I'm it's not, read, I'm it's gonna, not this good. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's not this good. It's definitely not this good. But it's still good. It's not worthy. <laughs> but It's, it's, it's definitely it's unworthy. Good. So give us a breakdown. So what happened in the most recent Judgment Day issue? So, uh, so the most recent Judgment Day issue. Well, well, let's go before that. So, we had a couple of questions from the last um, time we did the segment. One of them was, "Will the will the will the mutants need help?" And I think that that was answered. And yes, they're going to need help. And the only reason why they're going to need help is because they're fighting essentially themselves, but with like a million year head start. I think that's essentially what the Eternals are, are ending up being. Um, so what you're telling me is the Eternals have white privilege? Pretty much. <laughs> they got. A, they got. A <laughs> they got. They got. Uh, they got celestial privilege. You know the celestial privilege. Yeah. I love it. So and it's it's crazy because they even stated, like, the problem with the Eternals in fight. In, in, the problem the mutants have fighting the Eternals is that say the mutants will have mutants have by far more powerful psychics, right? Absolutely. But it well, doesn't. Not even more powerful. Yeah. The X, I've said it before, the X-Men jump people. So not only do they have more powerful psychics, yeah. they have more. But they put it, but the 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 god, the god that they created that's been that's been um narrating this put it put it in I think the best way you possibly can. If this was an RPG, um oh, that was a really dope way to the put it. The X-Men would have sh- a stronger hit, right? They they would have more powerful moves, but the Eternals have more hit points. Yeah, so it's um experience versus XP. Essentially, and you'd have like one of their psychics pretty much like keeping Xavier and Jean Grey in check only out of his stamina alone. Yeah. And I love that one point during that Xavier dies and then Emma Frost goes, Hope, we need a new Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> but the Eternals messed up because they made a decision that their most powerful Eternals, their most powerful members didn't agree with. So essentially, you had people like Icarus. Who are like, you know what? As long as you don't as long as you guys don't kill any Eternals, and not because he loves Eternals, trust me, this dude hates Eternals right now. He hates himself. He just knows that when you kill an Eternal, that kills a human. Yeah. And his main purpose is to protect humanity. He turned that into his main purpose. So you know, let me say this, because yeah. you know I'm not really a big Eternals fan. Yeah. This series, and I bought the Eternals based off of your recommendation. And yeah. I like the first six issues. Yeah. It was like when the series did that, it had like a two month hiatus or whatever. It was, it was. a really good series, bro. But up until yeah. the two month hiatus, I wasn't really after. Me, after that, I wasn't really feeling it. Yep. But after reading everything that's been going on with Judgment Day, now I want to read. Now I want to go back and reread everything from issue one, all the way up to what's going on now because yeah. it's a really dope series, especially because and as we've talked about this multiple times, 
character development is one of the most important things when you're having an ongoing series. And Icarus was very, he was the blandest out of all the Eternals. He was the dumbest. Yeah, and you remember there was a there was actually a scene yeah. in I think it was um AXC Judgment Day. It's like Icarus has a plan, and everyone was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so it was, yeah, so like he he's the not only is he the dumbest, but he's also the lamest out of all of them because yeah. there's no real savoir faire to his powers. It's just there, he like you know what I mean. He's, he just punches people. He punches and people, shoots them with laser I eyes. Pick things up and put them down. Essentially, <laughs> you know what I mean. He's the arrow. They call him the arrow. You know they. they He's yeah. he's the bullet. Of, yeah. He's always been that. I was gonna call him the gun, but yeah. Nas's song about a gun is deeper yeah. than anything Icarus would ever do. Yeah, yeah. Unless he has another plan, and then I don't know. Yeah. And that plan actually worked. So uh, again, the it's it just the Eternals had like the ultimate plan to beat the mutants, and it could have been successful. They had an inexhaustible amount of giant Eternals that literally they can just literally just keep the the mutants in check forever, essentially, right? But it just exhausts them until they find a way to kill the five, and then that's a wrap. Um, the key was to get to their power source, and Icarus allowed that, and his plan worked. It was it was a pretty good plan, um, and it 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 confused the shit out of Drewreg, and uh, the X Men were able to stop the biggest weapon that they had was the power source that was powering Uranus's war machine. Shout out to. My man, the one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Omega level mutant Iceman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Sink, whoo, yeah. Sink's a fucking beast. Yep. So, and that's just the beginning. So, I, I, that's just the mutants fighting the Eternals. The whole time this is happening, you have a giant ass celestial just judging everybody, and he's saying that he's going to judge all of every being, every on being Earth. on Earth, mutant, Eternal. Human, it doesn't matter. And if there's more people that he deems unworthy than worthy, he's going to kill everything. Everything. Damn it, Wade. <laughs> First thing, everyone thinks that, every, everyone thinks that, oh, finally, the, the eternal God tells all the people, tells all the, uh, the big, I guess, uh, you want to call them kaiju eternals? Uh, yeah. It tells them to Pretty, leave. Essentially, yeah. And then so everyone thinks like, oh, we're fine. And then he goes, people of Earth, listen. You are bickering children. This planet is ruined. You have acted with unrelenting kindness to one another. You leave me no option. This is your judgment day. You have 24 hours to justify yourselves. You will be judged individually. You will be judged as a collective. If there is more just than wicked, you will live. But if you are found lacking, there will be no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, he <laughs> wasted no time. He's doing it in order. Yep. And the first person he friggin' judges is Captain friggin' America. And they're thinking like, yeah, that guy's definitely gonna be, you know, he's a good guy, right? Like he, like he, like he's the definition. Yeah. I sound like um, what's the name from? Yeah. You see, you see, you see. Like, but he is the epitome. Like when heroes, even there are villains who respect him. Yeah, facts. But he was the first person judge. First person to judge. And, and he was the first person found And he was like, listen, your name is Captain America. I judge him first. America was your job, bro. You are the dream of a better country. You are the dream of a better country. You have tried to inspire it for a century. He sure tried. This country is the world leader. And the world is what it is. Ugh, it is shit. worse every day. 
Damn it, Wade. Shit is shit. <laughs> you are a failure. <laughs> and then so Iron Man goes, if it judge Cap... <laughs> if it judges Cap by that standard, what chance do the rest of us have? I'd bet money that Tony Stark is found um, worthy. Yeah, because uh, he did. I forgot exactly. He he did judge a couple other people. Uh, I'm gonna and get to that right now. Did he judge Mister Sinister? No. Who did he judge? He judged somebody that was evil, that we would consider not a good person, and was like, "Yeah, you're you're good." No, he judged one of the deviants. Yeah, yeah, that's what he did. So he goes, yeah. uh, "More judgments. Thumbs down for the woman of diamond, Emma Frost." Thumb down. For yo, the don't be. Yo, he needs to respect Emma Frost. Yo, I'll punch that celestial in the face. <laughs> Thumbs down for the deviant warlord. Thumbs down for the woman who who walks between futures, destiny. Yeah, fuck and her. And the woman who walks beside her, Mystique. There's yeah. no, there's yeah. no way Mystique was gonna be. And, um, yeah, and then then they show Jean Grey, and he goes, and others will be. Well, others I will consider longer. There's no yeah. way Jean doesn't get um, judge worthy. I mean, it depends. He, what was his standard? What is his standard? He'd be like, Gene, you know, you should have been the Phoenix and you're not anymore. So thumbs down or something, you know, like some something like your whole family screwed up. How you going to how you going to let Madeline Pryor take your man or something? He was like, Gene Gray, I find you worthy. You got that fire. This guy. (laughs) (sighs) But yo, so all in all, like I wasn't expecting much from Judgment Day, but this yeah. has been really fucking good. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to say this. I was gonna say that, uh, and that Celestial, he, you can't outsmart it either. No, you can't. Like they thought they beat him. They yo those, yo honestly, I I was kind of disappointed in the X Men. I'm disappointed in the leadership of Krakoa, but I was kind of disappointed in the X Men. Given that they decided to risk millions of humans to destroy that celestial. But you know the funny thing about that was is I love that it wasn't the X-Men in particular. It wasn't it was Jean Grey was there, wasn't she? But they were tricked. They didn't know because you gotta remember, they didn't know exactly what was going into it. They didn't know it would kill some of them didn't know it would kill people. And then I think it was Sinister's fault, actually. He didn't tell them what would happen. No, but Destiny knew. Destiny's a bitch. And that's why, because it was Colossus, yeah. Nightcrawler, and Kitty Pryde. And we all know, voted, we all know voted Col- against it. They were yeah. like, no. Yeah. And that's and that's see, that's part of the problem. And this is one of the reasons I think that they need. Do you know why the council? And this is a this is a conversation we should have on a future episode. Do you know one of the reasons why the council is so fucked up? Why? As branched off as they are, there are too many of the same personalities at each table. Okay, that's an interesting theory. Because look at you look at it like this. There's, um, hope. Mm-hmm. With the, so until recently, it was Xavier, Magneto, Destiny, pretty much all the same, all the same thing. Then you have the other one. It's Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus, and at one point Jean Grey. All the same kind of thought process. Exodus, Mystique, and I can't remember who the last one is. Um, Sinister. Sinister. Pretty much the same kind of mentality. But Sinister's mm-hmm. a little different, but they're all going to think and vote the same way. Mm-hmm. And with the exceptions of the Hellfire uh, branch of the council, mm-hmm. it's like Kitty Pryde, you know, Kate Pryde is the only one who's going to have a difference of opinion in all that. 
Yeah. They need somebody like Cyclops. They need somebody like Wolverine. They need somebody like Hope. Like Hope Summers was the best pickup they had because she understands both sides of the coin. She understands what it's like to grow up in war. She understands what it's like to have to sacrifice. But she's also going to be the one who's like, I will make the tough decision so other people don't have to. Xavier ain't doing that shit. Um, honestly, I don't know what's going on with Xavier. And I think you, I think that honestly, I could see them going that way. Um, also, I think part of the problem could be is that they have absolute power, right? And what, and what does absolute power do? It cor- it makes you constipated. <laughs> it corrupts absolutely, nigga. Oh, okay, know. all right, my bad. <laughs> but yo, but that's but I think that's part of the problem with the council was like they it's all it's all that power it's all of this into it and they just and I really do feel that like the mo- now that I'm thinking about it I should say it really does feel like. Xavier doesn't really have faith in Xavier wants Krakoa so he could be in charge. Yeah. He wants he just wants to be able to swing his dick around. Hmm. And when you look at someone like Magneto, who really wants this thing to work because he yeah. loves mutants, Emma Frost has that same mentality. I don't think Xavier wants to swing his dick. I think Xavier's problem has always been that he does not trust anybody else to protect mutants. And I think for a long time, Magneto felt that way too. But I think that um, Magneto has experienced way more loss, I believe, than Xavier. Xavier's experienced a lot of loss, but I think Mag- the type of loss that Magneto has has felt um, supersedes that to the point where he no longer thinks he's the only one with the answer. And I think that's precisely why he left the council. And I think Xavier... It's going to have to learn that lesson. What I'm about to do, I'm going to enjoy it. I said that, and every time someone, every time a hobby says something so profound and so dope when it comes to something like that, I'm going to play that because that's 100% true. <laughs> Appreciate you. I mean, what you think, but like you think about it, like he doesn't, Xavier, he's, it's, he's the type of person who would give an old woman a seat on the bus and then show everybody, see what I did? I did this. I'm the one who gave the seat up to this old woman. Now everybody else, give up your seats. For me. I need all you guys to praise me right now. That's yeah, Xavier. Yeah, yeah. He comes across that way. And to your point about Magneto, he's another person who's actually been through hardship, yeah. not only just as a mutant, but as a... Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's been a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Magneto's been a giant piece of shit. But you know the thing about Magneto was, you ever notice that when he does something fucked up, he always feels remorse for it and is ready to accept Because he does shit so fucked up that you have to feel remorse. But uh, let's be honest. Xavier is one of the most fucked up people in comic Xavier he, had he, child he, soldiers, bro. Yo, he arranged. Well, if he was African, he would be sent to the Hague <laughs> on war crimes. Yo, do you remember? It's funny people forget that Xavier erased Wolverine's mind and then led him to believe that someone else did this shit. Crazy. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. He is a dick. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I don't know. I. I <sighs> that is Xavier. Some punk, yo, Honestly, exa- I, that's why I fuck with Cyclops. Because that's why I fuck with Cyclops. Because regardless of him being basically raised by Xavier, he's probably one of the most honorable people, mutants out there. Even when he was being a dickhead or being perceived as a dickhead, like yo, most of, like ninety percent of mutants were gone. You know what I mean? Like, and what did Magneto do? I didn't come here to stab Caesar. I came to bend my knee to him. Yo, say, yo, Cyclops is that dude, bro. And I just want to point out that the only person 
So Beast left, mm-hmm. but he's a punk motherfucker. Wolverine left, but he was just like, at least his was kind of justified. I want to do something for the kids. Yeah, and Wolverine, you know, they Wolverine. It took a long time for Wolverine and Cyclops to even start liking each other. Yeah, and, to be and they honest, respected each other, but yeah. And, and shout out to my boy, to my um, to my one of Rockstar groomsman Pat, who brought up a really good point with Wolverine mm-hmm. when he started his school. That was the best thing Wolverine's ever done, and it was something in a position that he should have had yeah. a long time ago. And you think about it too, both Wolverine and Cyclops are kind of tired of Krakoa at this point. Yeah. Both of them. And X-Force, Wolverine was like, I'm done. Yeah. He, he was like, he goes, I have faith in Krakoa, I just don't have faith in you. Yeah. And he bounced. Yeah. And it, I, he was feeling like that for a while. Yeah. But it, and it's funny because like he believes in the, it's, but I also kind of feel like it's somebody, like let's take the two of us for example. Yeah. We may like living in America, but we also understand what the fuck this country represents and what it's doing and what it's doing right now. It's like if your uncle who used to rape you paid for your college. Shout out to Chris Rock. Yep. Fuck that, him. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that's the way it is, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that but it's true though, like you know what I mean? Like Xavier like like you said, Xavier had child soldiers, and until you <laughs> and it wasn't even like he tried to hide it. He literally gave them uniforms. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, you go and and this is before they had the the resurrection protocols. He was really out here <laughs> risking the lives of some teenagers, bro. Like seriously, yeah, one of them didn't even really have powers. Yo, they were adult. He said, they he, were. <laughs> he said, he said, angel. He's just like, yo, here's, he got, a, here's he got a wings. Bazooka. Here's a bazooka. <laughs> just go do some shit. Yeah. <laughs> You got wings. You can fly. You fly, fly yourself out of trouble. Here's a metal bazooka yeah. against the master of magnetism. Yeah, no problem, bro. You'll be all right. Oh, an Iceman was Snowman. Yo, nigga was God. throwing snowballs at you. Yo, this is before he even knew he was an Omega. <laughs> this dude was just a friggin' snowman, bro. He was like a frozen character. Hey, you. You're strong. And got big feet and hands. Yeah. You just you just got some big feet, and you you can like do. Aerobics and shit, like gymnastics. <laughs> Yo, he was he was mutant Richard Simmons. Yo, the only mutants at that point that had like real offensive powers was Jean Grey, who I think he manipulated, and Cyclops, who he definitely manipulated. Oh fuck yeah! There's no there's yo. <laughs> Cyclops has does Cyclops have the worst daddy issues in comic books? He does. Also, I want to say this: he also let a grown ass dude who obviously has issues, who he fucked with in his brain. Freaking have a crush on a teenage girl in his school. Yo, everyone keeps saying that. I don't ever remember reading this. What? Um, Xavier's crush on um. Are oh, you talking about Wolverine? I'm talking about Wolverine. Oh yeah, I got nothing. This okay. dude was just looking at that like, nah, that's cool. He was never cool with it. Well, what the <laughs> fuck was he gonna do? Psycho- uh, Xavier was just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he's he's in her room. Oh, all right, whatever. Yo, the Xavier School School needs a Me Too movement. (laughs) No, it's not, because let's not act like Jean Grey wasn't given... Oh, she wanted it? Is that what you're trying to say? Yo, she literally... (laughs) (laughs) That's the wrong button, but it's appropriate. So fuck you, because you know damn well there'd be plenty of times where she was putting the moves on Wolverine. Uh, Yo, Yo, Doug. I'm I'm going to let you ride on that one. uh I'm not not even going to argue with you. Just go ahead. Yo, I can find the issue. She kissed Wolverine. Mm -hmm. She kissed Wolverine Mm -hmm. and then stopped and was like, you really are the best it is what you do. And he was like, I'll pick you up after high school. I'll pick you up after after choir rehearsal. I don't even know. She was He was like 300. This is the same issue I have with Angel and Buffy. Trust me. It's the same issue I have with them two. Like, that's, that's even worse. Like, she was literally in high school. She was at a normal ass high school. She wasn't even a child soldier. Well, she was a slayer, but she was literally, like, a junior in high school. And this dude was a 200-year. Like, why do people do that? 
No, no wonder Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon wrote that. That was that was he was very proud of that moment, wasn't he? Pretty, Josh, Josh Whedon. I'm pretty sure he was. Josh Whedon wrote the romance between Wolverine and Jean Grey when she was younger. Nah, that was all Stanley. I mean, now it's cool. Now she's older and her Cyclops and Wolverine again doing the Devil's Triangle on a regular basis. So whatever. <laughs> what? Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> I actually judgment that. Yeah, why, why do people even listen to this show? And don't say nobody was just doing it. Because it's fuck. I wasn't say because it's great. Damn it, Wade. Because it's fucking great. That's what they do. Word. So how long until Uranos is running shit? <laughs> like two issues, max. <laughs> yo, the, yo, they yo. pulled out Star. They pulled out freaking Star. What Star Fox? Yeah, that was cool, bro. Yo, I was yo. I I read it, and when you told me you hadn't read it yet, I was like, all right. That I, was I'll, so I'll freaking wait. cool, bro. Because he's an Eternal, and he last time we saw him, freaking he turned into Thanos apparently, or he thought he was turning into Thanos, and Thanos killed him. But it makes sense. He's an Eternal. Of course, he'll just come Yo, right back. Star Fox was in that cell as fabulous as he wants to be. He was so pretty. Yo. <laughs> Yo I was like, yeah. Because you know how it is. Whenever you're reading the comic book, when yeah. they when that last page is going to be like, you can tell that last page is going to be like a big, like, yeah. full like a full spread. Yeah. I was like, all right, who are they bringing out? And then he saw Star Fox. I was like, yo, Javi's somewhere happy as shit. Yo, that shit was so why. dope. And it makes, like, their plan is going to fail, but it makes sense. So Star Fox's powers, he has the powers to, like, you to do whatever essentially right like so i guess i don't know they're either gonna have him try to like get the celestial to do something which is gonna fail yeah, horribly absolutely. horribly that celestial has been shitting on them that celestial knew what was going on before it was created you know this ends with uh first off the, the fuck are they called the deviants are gonna end up on coco which was dope when it was like well, yo, how, yo how'd you get yo, which, we'll get to, which we'll get to in a second yeah, so we'll get to that in a second. But yes. I also feel like it's gonna. This is gonna end with the deviants. This is gonna Damn end up Wade. with the deviants and Krakoa like having like the option of going back and forth in between their lands. Yeah. But I also feel like Star Fox is gonna end up like chilling in Krakoa. Because you essentially say the mutant population is, uh, you know, a genetic descendant of deviants. Yeah, that was something That's that we really, found out in one of the free yeah. issue, one of the uh, comic book free comic book day things yeah. where. Uranos was killing all the, the original mutants because he was like close enough to deviants. It was like, and you know how the mutants are like, oh, you're not allowed to be in our land, blah, blah, blah. Yo, it yo, was like, Uranos, how did you? Yo, Uranos used the one drop theory. Oh, shit. <laughs> he is a racist. Yo, he's like close enough. He's clearly a racist, bro. Yo, on everybody. He's going to shit on everybody. Uh, I already, I like, I don't know. Something they're gonna like defeat the celestial. I think Dog, they're gonna do I'm that. Just, I'm just and then Uranus is gonna come ready. out and just shit on like mutants, Avengers, friggin' Eternals, Deviants. He's gonna shit on everybody, and it's gonna take some crazy ass. I don't know what's gonna take to beat. I know the beat next issue of the Fantastic Four, they jump into the the Judgment Day arena. So yeah, we right. gonna happen know, with that. This story's crossing over into almost like almost. Every comic, bro. It has to. It's, this is one of the biggest. This is one of the. This is the big comic book event of yeah. the year. Yo, uh, we've been talking about this a lot, honestly, bro. Pick up a what is it? A E A X E Avengers X Men Eternals Judgment Day. Pick that shit up. It is worth it. Or you know, wait for the trades. But I just want you to know, we're gonna spoil that shit for you. That we is are. All. We are. Oh, I, I really like that Monica Rambo. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We got a guest. Damn it, Wade. You're still here. 
It's over. Look at this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we have Mr. WrestleMania himself weighing in at a sleek 175 pounds from parts unknown. Here he is, Mr. Brandon Orton. 175 pounds? I have been weighed that since <laughs> eighth grade. Yo, fat. Seventh or eighth grade. Yo, what up, man? What up, what up, what up, what up? How you doing, I man? Am- I'm fucking drained. Looks like you're just, in your new studio. No, I'm in my. I'm I'm moving, uh-huh. and I'm the movers come on Thursday. But I'm moving from a house to an apartment before I move into a house again. So obviously everything in this house can't fit in the apartment. So my wife and I had to take a bunch of stuff to storage, including our refrigerator, um, and dining room table, and a whole bunch of stuff. And it took. A while to unload, unload all that, a lot of effort, and I'm fucking drained. I hate but moving. I, I will hire. Bet. I will hire anybody to move for me. Like, oh, I'm take, not moving again. Put all my shit in boxes for me. I don't even want to see it. Matter of fact, I'm not I'll be in a hotel. Either, but here's the thing: <laughs> I we hired movers to move yeah. from here to the apartment. Yeah, true, true, true. But you still gotta pack your shit. I no, I didn't think it would be that difficult to move a few things to storage. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah. Guess what? When we move into the house in seven months, when the house is finished being built, I'm paying someone to go to that storage and get that shit. I don't Please fucking do. blame you. We are grown ass men. So hold on. That hold means on. we're lazy and we pay people to do shit. So <laughs> I know, I know that. We do the wrestling roundup, but before we get into the wrestling roundup, I want to give you my top three asses in the WWE. Damn it, Wade! If you say Shayna Baszler, I'm not getting. I'm getting off the show. Nah, she's tell you that right now. She's my favorite ass, but she's not the best ass. And I'm not going to any particular order, but you got to throw Nikita Lyons in there. Okay, that's fair. Nikita Lyons. I'm going Bailey. Actually, no, I'm going to give you my top five. I'm going Bailey in there. Bailey's in there, too. You got to give it up for Naomi. Um, Fuck, I had I had another one, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So I'm going to give you my four. But I, you know who number one Alexa is? Electra Lopez. Uh, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's what I was thinking of. But you know who might be number one? It's, it's The answer is Naomi. Rhea Ripley. She's nice. I've seen her, like... Two feet away from me. Yo, she's got, but was she? But she wasn't there when she had her thighs and shit out, though. No, she was. This was at, I was at WrestleMania, mm. and she came out to watch the Stone Cold match in her like regular clothes. Oh she yeah, had, like a dress on, and she was standing right next to our section watching Stone Cold. Yo, can I also just say that I love that she is completely embracing the fact that everyone that like on Twitter she's been responding to how people react to her just being like a like looking really good despite her like everyone used to go she looks like a dude looks like a dude i'm like yeah shut the fuck up but when she put dominic in the the leg the leg choke someone was like everybody every thirsty dude out there wishing this was them and she retweeted and going you know y'all know you do but she be thirsty she knows how she knows she's good looking i think that she's gotten over the a lot of shit that people said about her she's embracing who she is and i fucking love it Oh yeah, I'm saying, I love me, I love Rhea Ripley, even I, though she's hurt right now. That sucks, but she, but I like the fact that she's still out there doing her thing. But let's get into the wrestling roundup. But before we go,
Got to have some interesting music. So, Brandon, give us the wrestling wrap-up. What's going on right now? There's a lot of shit going on behind the scenes in the AEW. Got factions mad at each other. They said a talent meeting. G- CM Punk is shooting up people in the ring, going into business for himself. People mad, you know, the Young Bucks group versus the FTR, CM Punk group. It's a lot of shit going on backstage. They just had a... Um, a mandatory meeting to talk about this shit. So uh, we'll see what comes out of it. There's a pay-per-view all out in Chicago uh, next week. All out has been good every year they've done it. So I expect it to be good this year. Um, We'll see how they come out of this, but you know, once you start bringing in some big stars, you know, people getting their feelings, you know, it's a lot going on there. And so, I want to see how that comes out, who they, whose side people take. The show's still good, though. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I should say, parts of the show are still good. There's parts of AEW that I just can't stand, but there's also parts of AEW that's just so far and beyond WWE. So, you get, like, great shit and then horrible shit, which makes it somewhere in the middle, right? Because uh, <laughs> that's what you kind of get with AEW. So, um, it's not, it's, it's consistently inconsistent. Every episode, there's two or three segments that are just fucking blow away, unbelievable, like top tier attitude era wrestling entertainment. And then there's two or three segments where you just turn the channel, at least for me, because I don't want to see those fucking people doing that stupid shit on TV. So that's what you get with that. WWE, Roman Reigns is the star. That's it. That's the end of that story. Um, He's about to be 700 days champion next week on Friday before. Before his match with Drew McIntyre, so we'll see uh, if he drops the belt to Drew in his hometown in Cardiff, uh, in England. I mean, in Scotland. So, but I'm shocked you haven't. You didn't bring up the man who came back. What man? Johnny Wrestling came back. I don't give a shit about boring what? ass Johnny Gargano. You serious? What his boring fucking? All he does is just wrestle. He, has no, he can't cut a promo. He's not entertaining. He's like five foot eight. Get out of here. <laughs> Just remember when he beats Roman Reigns after taking that uh, money in the bank. Yeah, right. So a buddy of mine has a theory. That will never happen. So a buddy of mine tweeted something saying that he think that they think that he's going to end up beating Austin Theory and taking the money in the bank briefcase from him. And I responded, how great would it be if he beat Rom, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? That would be horrible. That, that would be one of the stupidest things WWE's ever done. Triple H should be fired if you put Johnny Gargano beating Roman Reigns in WrestleMania, a five foot seven boring person who can't cut a promo to beat the biggest star you've had in 15 years. That's absurd. Fuck Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Trash. that is, but fuck him too. I'm, you know what's funny? Throughout all that, the happiest that I've been with wrestling recently is my man uh, who doesn't even speak and doesn't need to cut a promo. Drew, uh, not Drew, I'm, I'm mad. Uh, Dexter Loomis is back. Yeah, I don't, I mean, he's all right. He's just kind of there, but I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with him. You know the funny thing I, about that is they don't really need to do much with him because everything that he does is fine. He's just a creep, but he's also one of those dudes who can actually work. There's not a, I don't think there's a lot of people who can outwork him because in the ring he's fantastic, and I don't think he needs to do much. I, you put him, he would be one of the perfect people to put in with the bloodline because he can just he'll just follow Roman. And every time someone tries to fuck with them, because eventually I think him and the Usos things is not going to work. And I would love just to see Dexter Loomis when someone tries to fuck with Roman 
and he kind of just steps in. It's like, uh, this he ain't the one. You know what I mean? Because he's crazy. Yeah, but I don't think he can wrestle. I, th- I think there's he a, can. I actually there's can. a reason why they don't let him wrestle. I well, the reason they wouldn't let him wrestle is because Vince was in charge. I think that I think we're gonna see that he actually is supremely talented. Fuck yeah, Vince McMahon. Even when Triple H was running NXT, he wasn't wrestling. He was just doing the backstage shit and the whose daddy is this and fucking. Uh, Johnny Gargano's sister's wife's little sister, or whatever. Fuck. You will not Indy say anything. Hartwell. You will not say anything negative about Indy Hartwell. She on my. No, she, I like Indy Hartwell. I'm saying that's what he was doing. He wasn't wrestling. He was just doing that backstage shit. And it was also the first time we've ever seen a, a wedding on the WWE that didn't go wrong. Yo, Javi. So, they, you know the part where they go speak now forever hold your peace. Yep. He looked at everyone, opened his suit jacket, and he had a hatchet, and everyone was like, everyone put their hands down like. Ooh. <laughs> Them niggas knew better. What y'all talk about while I was out being slaving? That's for people that were on the show. Comic books you ain't read. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't read them. Oh, we got political too. We got political too. Definitely wish she was here for that one. Yeah, we can. We I can bring it. I didn't up. read them. I read Judgment Day. Yo, oh! first issue released. Played. The first issue. Not, All right, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. What you I think? Read the first issue. What you think? Oh, I liked it. Yeah. I I think that what's the dude? What's the eternal that's in charge of the Unimind now? Druig. Um, Druig. I think Druig is uh, a little too confident in what he's doing. And uh, I told <laughs> old man this a while back that shit always ends bad for the X Men, but I don't think this is where it ends bad. Well, no, you have a lot this. to read, so do, so we won't say so, anything oh, yeah. about it. It gets it. Yeah, don't sleep on anybody. That's so, all I'm gonna say. So let's get political. Let's get political on comic books. In the segment that I called "Old Man Ray," Old Man Wade reads old comic books. And this week, <laughs> and this this week, I decided to revisit an old, uh, fairly new classic, Marvel Civil War One. Jesus Christ! I never realized how fucking white that fucking comic book is. I so mean, I text Superwoke and was like, "Yo." Were you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? So, Brandon, before I get to what uh, Superwoke said, were you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Neither. I hated that book. So, okay. Funny you say that. Superwoke, how did you respond? I didn't hate the book, but same answer. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you got two white dudes trying to decide stuff for everybody else. I'm straight. And it didn't dawn on me because I'm reading it and I'm like, yo, this is some bullshit. Yeah, I'm good. I would sign that shit. And just do whatever I want. And I, and I was, so I responded to Javi. I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm Team Luke Cage. Yeah. Because that was the best thing that came out of that. Yeah. And I, so I went back and I read it. I thought it was well written. But the problem with my role is from Marvel Civil War is a problem that I've had since I read it. It was super predictable. We, so, knew, t- we knew Spider-Man was going to switch sides because there was no way he was going to continue to do the things that he do. Usually he when did. you start reading a book, rereading a book, I know we're going to talk about it on the show. So I, I try to skim through it. Like read it again, read it again. I didn't even do that with this. I was not interested in any way, shape, or because it, the, you know what it was. The book itself wasn't that good. It was the ramifications that made this book good. Yeah. It was everything else that happened because of it that made it good. The movie it, was better. No, it wasn't. I, I I didn't rewatch the movie, but I wasn't really a big yeah, fan the of the movie. It was definitely. Yo, better. you had Baron Zemo over here, bro. What are you talking about? That was yeah. a way better. Yo, that was a way better Civil War. Let me say this, and I know it's going to be unpopular. Baron Zemo did more than Thanos did, with yeah. with with less, with a lot less. I would say Thanos did more only <sighs> only because he removed half the life from the universe. 
but he had an infinity gauntlet. If Baron Zemo had an infinity gauntlet, game over for everybody. Like, but he would have killed everybody. He would do some ill shit. And it like, would just, just be no more power. Yeah, everything some, would be equal. Yeah, it would be something they couldn't fix. I don't care who you are, Doctor Doctor Strange. Don't even matter. Baron Zemo's he's he's the best villain they've had in MCU. That might be a better thing. And that's why Civil War will forever be the MCU version of Civil War. In my mind, will forever be better than the Civil War one in the comic books. Brandon, why didn't you like the Civil War comic book? I thought it was overrated. It was fine, but the people were fighting over, you know, the, I mean, how they got into it with, you know, was fine with Nitro blowing up them kids or whatever. That shit was fine, but I thought it went on too long. I thought, you know, the, the mutants were really like not really involved at all. But I think that was due to the Marvel edict about them not being involved. So, you know, I mean, it was fine, but compared to how people talk about it, I thought it was trash. So you think it's more overrated than it would be just trash? Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not. People talk about it like it's one of the greatest stories Marvel's ever done. I don't even think, I don't even think, again, the ramifications for it, I would put the ramifications that happened since Civil War. I would put in like a top 10-ish. Yeah, we're still feeling of, those ramifications yeah, to this day. Yeah. But in terms of like story, I don't know if I put Civil War in the top 50. I actually like Civil War 2 better. I'm with you. To be honest with you. Um, most people hate Civil War 2. I liked it. Well, most people who hate Civil War 2, I think they should reread it as a trade. Because I didn't enjoy it reading it as it was as it was released but reading it as a trade and also reading stuff that connected to it especially the ultimates and you can kind of see some of the motivation behind carol danvers's moves which didn't justify them but you it, it it added more context uh i think it's a lot richer it's in a lot it's a lot richer story than civil war one um i think the way civil war one started with that incident in connecticut was was really relevant especially at that time you know it was closer to 9-11 and all that other stuff um but uh i think that well not closer to 9-11 at least when the patriot act and all this other stuff was kind of like in the mm. zeitgeist um so it was definitely relevant for the time um but i think that civil war ii had a much interest a much more interesting story um if you're not familiar with civil war ii so civil war one started due to um, a group of untrained superheroes uh, 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 destroying a whole town, including kids, and it forced the government with Tony Stark um, to want to register all superhero beings, superhero beings, which kind of makes sense, whatever. But Yeah, whatever. that part of it made sense. Like, having people yeah. people being trained makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And I don't even think the Superhero, superhero Registration Act didn't sound like a bad idea. The part that really fucked me up it was just like, Oh, you have powers and you still don't want to use them? Oh, we're gonna arrest you either way if you don't sign it. So like Luke Cage was the best part of Civil War was Avengers New Avengers twenty two. When Luke when they um when Tony Stark was like, if you don't sign it, we're gonna drag you out your house. He was, and he was like, Word, this is uh, Mississippi in the nineteen fifties? Yeah. <laughs> and that came from Luke Ben Carson Cage. <laughs> right. Yo, you gonna shut the fuck one. up with that shit. No, Javi's hundred percent right. How is he 100 percent right? Oh, never they mind. picked the perfect person to play Luke Cage too. Yeah, hell yeah. And I don't, and I don't mean that as a compliment. He just he just looks he 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 plays a part. He plays a part well. Y'all are, y'all he plays the y'all part. Are, y'all are fucked up for that. This dude's playing wearing Carhartt in the hood. Like who does that? 
y'all are fucked up for that. Y'all are not gonna disrespect Luke Cage. First of all, he's I'll dis- I will disrespect Luke Cage every Luke day. Luke Cage is easily my favorite leader of the Avengers. Yeah, but you're nothing like him. Huh? You're not you like Luke Cage, but you're nothing like Luke Cage. I didn't say I was anything like I was nothing like him. My wife is like Jessica Jones, <laughs> but I'm nothing like Luke Cage. Mm. I'm more I'm more Jamie Madrix, I'm a multiple man of Deadpool than I am fucking Luke Cage. Right. Damn it, Wade! <laughs> <laughs> I think that was more appropriate. Yo. I, I can't find a rim shot. <laughs> that was great. That was fan fucking fantastic. Can I give my Ezra Miller take from last time? Absolutely. Yo, yeah, hold on. Can we, can we, can we, can we, can we, can we introduce what's happening with this before we go to Ezra Miller? I just want to say as well, I've been hold getting, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me know when he's going to get into it. Cause I gotta, I gotta. Yeah. It. Do you think, I just want to say this. I've been getting, I've been getting a lot of like things on my timeline about the Flash movie being like the most well received um, DCEU movie in pre screenings, and I'm like, really, bro? Are y'all really setting this up? Like, is this gonna be a good movie? Because I don't want to, I don't want to support Ezra Miller, but that, I just want to say that. Go ahead. All right, so well, that's my point. Hold on, here we go. What the hell was that? Vegeta Final Flash. <laughs> so DC has a chance to right all of their wrongs with this film. All of them. All they got a chance to wipe the slate clean and make me a fan again and everyone a fan again because of Ezra Miller's fuck shit. They can, obviously Ezra Miller can never be in another Flash movie again. Like he can't. So that's it. What they need to be doing right now is paying someone a lot of money to come in and shoot an extra i mean an after credit scene and they need to be bringing in wally west is this flash court because it should have been wally west from the beginning it should have never been barry allen because the people the majority of people who are watching comic book movies who came from comic book TV shows, their Flash is Wally West. If you grew up in the 90s and read Flash comic books, your Flash was Wally West. If you grew up in 2000s, for the most part, until Flash Rebirth, your Flash was Wally West. Even the Justice you, the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited comic books, your Flash was Wally West. Yeah, if you watch Justice League Justice League Unlimited, your Flash is Wally West. They didn't need to do Barry Allen. You already had Barry Allen on the TV show. It should have been Wally West. Now they can do it. They can do some type of after they do some type of scene where Ezra dies or goes into the Speed Force, and Wally comes in and takes over as the Flash, and you move forward with you move forward in a new universe from that's rewritten from Flashpoint with no more Barry Allen with Wally West as the Flash, and you start everything to fuck over. You know the funny but thing about that is, to yeah. your point, they don't even need to do that. Yeah. They can literally just, like, there could be just be a Wally West who just happens to be in this universe. He gets his Flash powers, and then reverse Flash or whoever the fuck else is in there, just ex- like, you know, like, oh, blah, 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 since I can't do this. Like, it's an easy solution, to your point, Brandon. Yo, I, I, I agree with you guys. I think that'd be great, but I don't want that to happen. So... I've been hearing this a lot. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but it's very possible because these two flashes have already interacted. The Ezra Miller flash has already showed up in the CW Arrowverse, right? And he met Grant Gustin's 
Barry Allen. So we know that they're part of the same multiverse. So what if something happens to Ezra Miller's Flash? He dies or something, and he gets replaced by the CW's Flash. Who that would is be fantastic. A superior I still Flash. think they would do that. Yeah. They had an that was one of the issues I know a lot of people had when they was talking about like the Flash and the thing and the, all these characters that they already had who were introduced in these into the world. Yeah. I remember there was a big thing about the guy who um, was in Smallville playing Superman. Yeah. Thankfully, Henry Cavill was fantastic. I think he was absolutely yeah. perfect as Superman. Yeah. Um, but there were options that they could have used. Well, they, they would have been great. But they, to but see they explained their existence, and this is why this. Like, I don't get why the DCU sucks so much because <laughs> even the CW knocked it out of out of the park in a lot of ways. So that Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, multi-part series that they had in the CW. Mm-hmm. Explain the multiverse. So you had everybody from Lucifer to again Ezra Miller's uh, Ezra like Miller's. How fucking dope was that? Flash, and to, it wasn't even the. It, I don't even think it was the Lucifer from the Netflix series. It just happened to be a different Lucifer because yep. it was it was um Universe Six Six Six. And yep. I thought that was dope. Yeah. That that was like you know fuck it we'll just throw him in there. And Const and Constantine, the dude who plays Constantine is on a short list of people who play the character better than anybody. Yeah. He's he's the Robert Downey Jr. of DC Comics. I want to get straight give, up I, and down. I, I do want to give a small shout out to the female. Constantine. Constantine from the uh, Sandman yes. show. She, she was rocks, freaking she dope. Rocked yeah, but yeah, she both of them, shit. both of them are crazy. Yeah, we gotta end this shortly, anyways. We got like one minute, so. Oh damn, we really gotta. Oh no, no, Brandon's gotta go. Even though he was late. Yeah, yeah, so, I was late. It'll never happen again. I mean, it'll, it'll, moving it'll, on Thursday, we good. It'll happen again, but even if it does, it's not that serious. So everyone, thank you for listening to the Ball Black Nerds podcast. For myself, Brandon Norton, and Super Bowl Kavi, as Yo. always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Ball Black.